Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date, episode 90? I think it is episode 90. Congratulations, everybody, um, for making it it's this It's too far. many episodes. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Yeah, it's a shit ton of episodes, considering we ain't, we ain't had that much to say. Not like a ton. No, I mean, we have... We have we do big projects now for no reason. We have a lot to say about the Star Trek, so I guess half the time we have something to say. Yeah, have you noticed that not one person has engaged us with the Led Zeppelin project? Well, again, Marjan sent me her bracket. Mm. Um, I don't know if she's uh, played since I instituted the wild card. I'll have to check on that. Um, but I will reveal it. And I will reveal my own as well. Maybe next right. week I'll reveal Marjan's. We'll be in the final four next week. And then you'll save yours for and the finals. Mine for the finals as well. Yeah. <clears throat> How about that? That's <laughs> a lot of excitement. I think that makes a lot of sense. People are going to be pretty uh, worked up waiting for that to happen. You got to get all fucking, all fucking sweaty in anticipation. Yeah. But before we do that, it is a mailbag week. It is a mailbag week. Um, we got a little bit of mail. Just a few mails. Thank you for whoever sent us mail. Yeah, it's all from Ryan. Okay, good enough. I mean, Ben is not really obligated to send uh, mail to us because he participates in the worst, stupidest way in this podcast, which is he watches five hours of television and sends us notes every two weeks. I encourage everybody to participate in more terrible and more stupid ways every single week. So don't just rest on your laurels for participating in kind of a stupid way. Get stupider. That's what I say. That's the (laughs) motto here. Get stupider. (laughs) I'll uh, I'll change the subtitle in our feed. Cool. <clears throat> so that it says that on iTunes now. Mailbag by Brother Date. Uh, on April 28th, Ryan writes in, at Brother Date, so why did Judah go silent for a moment? Now, Matt, you liked this tweet. Yeah, that's right. I've seen that one. Sometimes I'm paying attention when Ryan goes on one of his tweet binges. Um, he was referring to the moment in Star Trek Week 33 where you had a little panic attack because I was not responding to a question while you were reading your yeah you went dead uh, summary I, I I was clearly the other end was dead and I was having an internal monologue about what now the internet's out and what should I do what if I start to talk and then he comes back and then I've got to edit out this bit where I'm saying all this stuff about the internet being out yeah so I just stayed entirely silent which I also thought was a great a great solution. Um, but well, then you decided to signpost it during yeah. the when, during editing. You actually did go in and do some extra work. Anybody who was listening to it was going to look down at their device, assuming that it had turned off for some reason at that point. Yeah. So I just I wanted to make sure. I love that you assume that our audio setup is is so clean that that MP3 that we produce every week is so clean that the dead air doesn't just sound like hissing. 
yeah. I assume it sounds like two cats fighting most of the time. Yeah, uh, especially on my end, the audio is not uh, the cleanest. Um, you sound pretty good right now. What? 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 Why were you? No one guessed. I wanted someone I, to oh, guess. Yeah. No one guessed. I was uh, entirely filling a large Burger King cup with piss. <laughs> I, I filled that shit so high. So, look, I missed time. I drink a lot of water. Yeah. I've been off my diet for, for a little bit now, but you. I have been dieting, and part of that is to drink a ton of water. Yeah. So I just drink a half gallon a day, but in addition to whatever else I feel like drinking, like, there's a specific half gallon of water that I drink every day. Right, you got it all measured. You're good right, to go. Right, exactly. Yeah. But uh, during the day usually means between noon and four. Right. Because I don't. I don't really start drinking early in the morning, okay. and I'm, I usually get that shit out of the way. So then if I'm doing this podcast with you at 5.30 or 6, uh, sometimes a bad thing happens. And if we're like <clears throat> four episodes in to our Star Trek podcast, that could still be another 40 minutes. As I recall, we weren't that deep into this episode. I think we were though. at the second episode. Yeah, you, we were in the second episode. you mistimed it. You, you weren't yeah. quite able to get it all out before. No, yeah, I pissed right before really? we did the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't enough. But half gallon's a lot. Yeah. Well, when you told me afterward, I was upset that we didn't have the conversation on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, no, it was. And by, by the way, I grabbed this large Burger King cup that was sitting next to my desk, uh-huh. like in the trash by my desk. And I'm like, this will hold all of the piss that's in me. And it very nearly and it didn't. almost didn't. <laughs> and uh, so that was pretty alarming. Plus, I'm like ducking down and turning my mic back up to answer you and then turning it back down to finish pissing. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, also I did, uh, did spend another two hours looking at a hot cup of piss <laughs> on my desk. That's, uh, that's I mean, a good pod it, Because it was, because it was just water that all I had done was warm it up with my body, at least it didn't stink. That's good. That's good. But that's it a, was not a pleasant idea. It's a good image though. Yeah. Just you with a tall glass of piss just sitting I mean, there in front of you on your... The next, the next time you're at Burger King... Trying to decipher from the sign whether Burger King is about to stop existing because on the same sign they're offering a new spicy chicken sandwich and a sourdough bread-based hamburger and also a double quarter pounder king. And you're like, huh, that's Wendy's Jack in the Box and McDonald's. They're just trying anything right now. Yeah, they started doing this a while back when they introduced introduced the Big King. Wasn't that just like them being like, you like Big Macs, huh? Someone out there likes Big Macs? Check this out. Yeah, but that was like 10 years ago, and it hasn't been on the menu for a while. Right. And by the way, uh, Carl's Jr. still has one of those. Yeah, the big, the big Carl. Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. <clears throat> I don't get that here. Uh, oh, right. I get bizarro Carl's, Carl's Jr. with Red Burrito. So while you're trying to figure out if Burger... The next time you're at Burger King and you're trying to figure out if they're going to be a thing in six months, because based on that sign, it Hard seems like say. maybe not. Yeah. Uh, get get a large drink, and then just imagine that I was certain that I would not fill that cup, and I very nearly did. That's scary. It's because then you gotta like you gotta halt the stream, and that's always a real bummer. You have to halt this. Halting like, the stream to, is just tough. I had to change my grip on the cup because I'm like, well, I'm, if this fills up much more, I'm gonna piss on my hand. <laughs> so it was a real nightmare for me. Thanks for making it podcast. <laughs> I'm glad you. <clears throat> I'm glad you uh, got to the. The cough button on that. And by the way, that's why the next week when I was sick, or two weeks later, whenever it was, I told you I was going to be using the cough button a lot so that you yep. didn't have that internal sh- strife 
about right. what if was you happening with the pod. for a few seconds, I would just have assumed you were yeah. coughing until you were red in the face. Exactly correct. <clears throat> anyway, so that's why, Ryan. That's why. Yeah. Yep. Sorry that you guys all had to hear about that, but what am I going to do? Pretend I'm not a guy who missed time to piss and filled yeah, a Yeah, we all done pace? it. We all miss time peas all, yep. all the time. Um, what I hate is when I have to pee and I'm at a client's place because I refuse to ask to use their bathroom. Out of weird politeness that no one else would consider. Yeah, I mean, that's what the bathroom's there for. Yeah, I'm always just like, well, I'm going I'm to have to find a way to get home before I pee. Um, while we were talking about Burger King, I just thought maybe what they're doing is they're trying to see if they can uh, catch up to Jack in the Box in terms of hot mayonnaise used. They've got so much. They've got so far to go. I know, but like, I feel like the size of their burgers that they've been introducing makes it possible. Yeah, but if they were just trying to get mayonnaise parody, <clears throat> right? Then they should well, have the, the mayonnaise gap is very that- real. They should be pushing that two for five dollar original chicken sandwich deal, because um, mayonnaise is one of the main constituents of that. Well, they still got. I think they still got a two for five. I, I don't know what. But it's like you got to be there it. at the right time. It's like a, it's like a weird quantum state where is it two original chicken sandwiches for five dollars? And then I'm always like, what am I going to do with a second original chicken? Because you don't never want to eat number two. I mean, those things are big enough as it is. Like, they are big. They're very salty. I I, I when I worked yeah. at um. At Cogent in Boston, me and Tate's would uh, go to Burger King sometimes, and he always got an original chicken sandwich. And uh, I thought to myself, how can you eat that thing like every day? That, that must be that must be too much original chicken sandwich. Look, it's like there's not that much on the Burger King menu that's actually edible. I, I kind of get it, but I just, just I'll just eat a regular Whopper. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just Whopper it up, man. Do you get a Whopper like with Wolper? cheese or like a, do- a, do- a double Whopper? Yeah. No, I kind of just Wolper. so. Th- so this is me with the double Western bacon cheeseburger too. Yeah. The ratio's wrong. Yeah, you have to find the right bread to filling right. ratio. Yeah, and that's how I feel about the double Whopper. Uh, not enough bread. I, I know that sounds like a crazy no, no, thing, no, no, but it's uh, not. It's not just the bread. It's like not enough onion and tomato too. Like, uh, yeah, because they don't add extra topping. Right, just exactly. extra beef and cheese or whatever. I don't even think they add extra cheese. I think it's just two beef. It might be extra cheese. Though. I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is a cup the size that you filled with piss, I once spilled a full one of those of Dr. Pepper in Tate's front seat. <laughs> <laughs> just, It was like a flood in there. I couldn't put no, my feet I... down because they would get soaked in Dr. Pepper. Now, can I tell you about a thing that I did <laughs> that I think about all the time? Sure. Like all the time. On my first flight to India, I fucking knocked my coke into the guy next to me. That's <laughs> fine. It's like a short flight. Into the flight. It's a short flight. He's gonna be fine. He's not gonna be sticky at all for ten hours or whatever. Well, we were going to um, fucking Frankfurt, Germany, mm-hmm. and this dude was German. Oh no! And I spilled it all over his slacks. Nuisance soda. He was a little old bald man, and he was. Clearly irritated, but he just couldn't bring himself to say anything no, about cold it. Cold German politeness is what he was right, exactly. And I had to sit next to him for <sighs> nine more hours. That is one hundred percent the kind of thing that I would think about forever. I think about it all the time. Anytime that I've ever inconvenienced anybody, I think about it every once in a while. It pops into my head, usually at like three in the morning. Yeah, so that I can let out an audible. Oh boy. 
Yeah, no, this is like, if I had dropped an entire huge Dr. Pepper into the, someone's front seat, I would have been like, do I have to buy this guy a new car? Just, what is the protocol here? I just looked over at him, and I, I remember very clearly, I said, well, fuck you then. <laughs> just like, <laughs> as if I had done it on purpose, but none. No, oh, man. No. One time I was um, bringing home Blue Sky for me and Katie, mm-hmm. and... uh I just had to break as hard as I could so that I didn't destroy a guy who was doing a bad driving. And the fucking tangerine chicken (laughs) flew out of my front seat. Because in the Mustang, I couldn't put stuff in the trunk because uh, the carpet was, like, made of Teflon in that trunk. And shit would just, like, bang all around in there. Yeah. It was, like, no friction at all. Anyway, t- uh, toppled out of the box uh, in the front seat just into the footwell. It became weaponized. So I just had a footwell full of tangerine chicken. You weaponized and the tangerine chicken. That shit, my eyes started burning. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying, dude. You get that, they get that hot pepper in the air. It is vinegary. Ah, uh, the vinegar, yeah. Yeah. Um, Marjan and I do a lot of cooking, mostly Blue Apron based. Uh-huh. And every once in a while, they're like, add as much of the red pepper as you want, which for us always means just f- maximum red pepper. Add because they the give you, pepper. like, a one pizza packet worth of red pepper? Right, yeah, it's never that much. <clears throat> but often what happens is you throw that shit into the pan, and then you have weaponized the red pepper. And oh, the yeah. air hurts to breathe, and we both just sit there coughing and going, why did they design it this way? There must be another way to get this pepper in. Why does it say drop from three feet above pan? <laughs> Try to get a mushroom cloud. Is on the picture? There's like a little gra- a little chart, and it's telling you to get a mushroom cloud with it if you can. It says to say "bam" when you do it. Yeah, is that is that weird that that's not trademarked? The '90s was a hard time. We all had to be introduced to Emerald, and now that's that's how you have to cook. That's American cooking. You got to say "bam." That was the '90s, like how- right? I like how Emerald looks like fatter, uglier Adam Carolla. Yeah, uh, Emerald ain't ever looked right. No, and neither did Adam Carolla. I mean, he's not—he's not a particularly handsome man. That Adam Carolla. No, but uh, looks better than Emerald. Yeah. Also, on April twenty-eighth, Ryan wrote in at brother date. I like this take: doing your job in the right spirit and not seeking applause. It's a concept that's been highlighted in my department at work recently, in a good way. I'd have given it another point for being Star Trekky too, but then I'm too lazy to play along. No, no, its points were because that's Star Trekky. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a couple of couple of things I'm going to say here. Uh, number one, uh, this is what I like about Star Trek: The Next Generation is it's a bunch of adults doing their job and they're good at it, and that's all I want in my life. Yeah, it turns out. Okay, whenever we see that in like Enterprise or something, we're like, that wasn't so bad. That's right. <laughs> it's much better when it's like this, and they're not yelling at each other or crying on the bridge. Like, this is, I think this is better. Yeah. Uh, number two, doing your job in the right spirit and not seeking applause. Is that like when you write in to say that your department's crushing it? That's <laughs> right. Not seeking any applause, except that's right. Except when you're, when you're sending in mail on the internet. Um, I'm sure you're doing good. Hey, Ryan, what's going on at Tesla, man? It seems like crazy bonkers there right now. Like, I I read a headline that said Elon Musk is going to fire any contractor who doesn't have a permanent employee vouch for him. Whoa. What the fuck is that? Man, you know how many contractors we used to place at Tesla? A lot. I, I doubt any of the permanent employees would vouch for any of them. 
I mean, seriously. Anyway, you don't have to answer for your uh, whole thing. Also, uh, I, th- I think I saw another thing that said he he was dating the musician Grimes. Um, what's a Grimes? Oh, I'm, uh, out, I'm out on things. You weren't li- you weren't listening to who charted when she had hits. Uh, okay. Yeah. I got uh, in. I only got in on who charted in the fall. I think. Yeah. Anyway, it seems like shit's wild there right now. So also, there was another that. big Tesla crash that they're investigating in Florida. Oh yeah, I. Uh, it's always in Florida. That's where the guy went under the truck. I would just say that anything that happens in Florida, I'd, I'd say you shouldn't be able to sue the company. Oh yeah, it's got the be NTSB. It is always a a. A causative factor in NTSB reports. Yes, right. it just says just says Florida, but, but it, it spells it with a U. It says Florida. Florida. And then they just check it off whether it's Florida or not. That's like that's one right. Of the There's first a box pieces. on the form that says "Is it Florida?" and they just check yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that's necessarily mm. Tesla's fault. Whatever happened in Florida? They got pretty good roads in Florida, and it's very flat. I must be pretty tempting to drive super fast there. So I've been in a and car, also to not pay attention. I've been in a car in Florida for like a total of. Like an hour and a half, maybe an hour. Uh-huh. So I know that well. Yeah, be careful out there. Their uh, their state pat- police cars are like brown on brown. It's very weird. It's just that is a horrible scheme. It's a bad scheme. Oh. Yeah, I think it's Everglades themed, something like that. <laughs> because it's because everything there is brown on brown. <laughs> it's very brown. If you fly into Miami and you from the West Coast and you fly. Uh, you know, once you get across the Gulf of Mexico and then by the time you hit the Everglades, you're already descending. Yeah. Like Florida's, I don't know, not maybe a hundred miles wide down there, but probably not even a hundred. So you're already on the way down when you cross over it. Um, it looks like someone bombed dirt. <laughs> That's what the Everglades, they're not green from above. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, when I flew into Raleigh Durham in January, we were descending and i looked down and it was nothing but brown nothing not brown nothingness out there and i met up with a friend of ours who teaches at duke for dinner one of the nights and uh, i went hey when i was uh, flying in here i didn't see uh, anything like not even a building like nothing like why is there anything here and she said that when she was flying in the first time after she had accepted the position at duke she saw the same thing and she started to cry <laughs> Because she was so upset <laughs> that she would have to go live in this place. <laughs> and that was <clears throat> right before she showed me downtown Durham, which uh, was a very empty street. Just extremely empty. <clears throat> yeah, boy. Um, look, when you fly into SFO, it's kind of crazy. Because first you fly over San Francisco, and then you fucking circle the whole peninsula. Right. But you do get to see, like, oh, there's San Francisco, there's the Golden Gate Bridge, oh, there's, there's everything. Oakland, there's, and like, then, the Port of Oakland with all the cranes Right, exactly. And everything. And you're like, oh, there's the bay over there, and boy, it's just all city all the way down. Yep. And then you circle back and come up and land. Landing over the bay, is it's kind of weird, because, like, you don't see the ground until two seconds before you land. Yeah. Or if you're in on an Air Korea flight, you never see it. <laughs> you, you just kind of hit it. That's how you know you're or there. If it's, uh, or if it's Air Canada, you never land. So it's one of those <laughs> things. Yeah, <clears throat> Boston was like that too. Where depending on what the weather was, your approach would be different, and sometimes you'd approach over the water, which would always be kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, also on April twenty eighth, uh, Ryan writes at Brother Date finally an episode about health issues. I don't remember what our health issues, what health issues we were discussing. Uh, I think we both, I think we let off saying that we were both sick, that we both had a cold 
And then we talked about that briefly, and then I said uh, it's something that people always want to hear about is uh, is health issues when they turn on their podcast. That's true. But that's what Ryan was waiting for. At Brother Date, two years into your show and still no quizzes. That's not true at all. Dude is quiz obsessed. We did one. We did one about um, style names, right? We did. I I did a quiz. I smoked it. And you knew everybody's goddamn style. Everybody who's worth knowing. Don't ask me way in, too. I don't know his. Well, he's... Anybody from chapter 110 doesn't matter. Well, I mean, what about, like, um... Uh, d- uh, Dung Ai. Dung Ai? I got nothing against him, but he doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Everybody that matters is dead by chapter 110. They're just trying to get to the point where the Jin Empire comes to be. Yeah. But, Which, by but the way, didn't last long. But there's so much narrative symmetry. Not a successful good empire. There's so much narrative symmetry for you to, I get it. to wallow in. I get it. I, no, I do. It's just not... If you ever get to that book. part again when you're doing your own little... Uh, Still on page six. <laughs> your own little transcription. Oh, turns out I always can find something better to do. Yep. That was exactly what I thought would happen. Well, you're crazy enough that I thought there was a chance that you would you would follow through with it, but that's definitely a slow project. Yeah. But, you know what? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, on April 28th, uh, today I am in Kansas. He's back home by now, so. Oh, nice. He that... made kind of a quick tour of it. He saw a lot of shit. I saw some of the pictures. Yeah, he did. Instagram shows out of order, too. Yep, there is no good way to keep up with where someone is when they're touring, even if they are fucking posting pictures to social media every day. It's really annoying. Like, I don't understand why they think their algorithm's gonna know how I want it. Like, man, don't nobody know how I want anything. Well, I will tell you this, that um, at least in the case of Twitter, and I assume in the case of Facebook and Instagram also... Mm. They are actually, when they say, oh, we're, we're doing an algorithm to provide you with relevant tweets, they are covering up for something that they probably aren't proud of, which mm-hmm. is their system is actually not capable of showing, of guaranteeing tweets will arrive in proper chronological order. Why is that? So it has to do... Don't oh, you man. just push a sendy button and then the sendy button sends it? Yes. Yeah, so here is the problem. It works fine for people who don't have many followers. Okay. But when someone posts a tweet that has 100,000 followers, right. they have to update 100,000 people's feeds. And that okay. takes a non-zero amount of time, right? Like, a computer literally has to update all of them. They have to propagate through to all of this. Because it's not just posting it to one place. Correct. It's literally posting it to everybody's dumb feed. And, and by the way, doing it another way would be much slower. Okay. If it was posting to a central like database, and then your and, feed had, and to then update. your feed had to do like a, okay, give me all <laughs> tweets from the 280 people that I follow in chronological order. Yeah. That would take minutes to execute. So instead, what they do is they they post a feed, and it is another thing that they're not that they don't make super clear is that your feed is not unlimited. Like you can scroll and scroll for a long time. Yeah. But you can't ever reach the like the day you join Twitter just by scrolling. You oh. can do that for your own feed because you're only querying for one user. Good cuz I don't I mean I don't actually want to do that. I don't want right. to scroll through my feed until the day I joined cuz I joined like 9 years ago and it's going right, to be a right, lot right, right, there. Right. So 
so what has, what's happening is they are posting to uh, it used to be uh, it used to be a system called Redis, but it's something else like that. It's a kind of a NoSQL, NoDB flat file. It's like literally it's a text file. Let's uh, say it's, it's not I actually think, a text file. I think it's called Bredis. Sure. It's Pletus. They're posting it's to Pletus. Pletus. Is that what... Hey, is Pletus like the bad Korean English version of Bredis? Because yeah, Bredis probably. isn't anything. Yeah, it's not anything, so it would not make sense. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, end result, if you... If two people that you followed both updated at the same time, you would see the result from... Whichever person had fewer followers first. But I'm okay with that. I think that's right. a reasonable thing to be okay with. Right. So you might see a tweet from, like, you might log in and see, here's a tweet from three minutes ago. Here's a tweet from one minute ago. Here's a tweet from five minutes ago. They can't, if you follow anyone with a large number of followers, they can't guarantee chronological order. And it seems like for a lot of these people, the solution is, well, we're not even going to try then. That's so I hate that. And because we're saying, <clears throat> oh, we're giving you this algorithm, we don't have we don't have to really like people who have looked into it know. I I know this because we were using Redis and we were hitting some scaling problems in one of my previous jobs. Yeah. And I read a white paper. I just I okay. Wouldn't you rather <clears throat> I think this is true everyone. Wouldn't you rather have something that was out of order by 2 minutes than 2 days? That's the only thing I want. I, I can't even I just yeah. Eh. Well, it's not a surprise. No one ever yeah. does anything the way I want them to do it. So, <clears throat> but that is good to know. That's interesting. I didn't realize that was the reason that they make up this garbage about their great algorithm that only shows me things that I don't care about. <clears throat> it's definitely covering up technical imperfections. Hmm. Uh, At Brother Date, fun fact, jostling is a big deal on the port of Oakland. Too many potholes or a rough crane operator can jostle a tractor. Jostling results in recordable injuries to longshoremen 100% of the time. Whoa! Or at least it feels that way. (laughs) Jostle is a bad word. All right, well... I guess we I assume that this was when we were anagramming. We were anagramming, we were granite mamaing, and uh, (laughs) I guess... I I guess we won't call you Jostle anymore, because wasn't that going to be... Oh, maybe that was going to be Steve Jobs' name. We are going to call him Jostle. Jostle. There yeah, we go. I guess, I guess we're not going to do that anymore, because it's a trigger word for Ryan. At Brother Date, I'm Ron Burgundy? Uh-oh, did one of us say something we weren't supposed to? I don't know. I don't know either. All right. This, it's very rare when neither of us can come up with yeah. what Ryan was talking yeah. about. Uh, speaking of potholes... The yes. potholes in the Nashville area are uh, mammoth and f- frequent because they don't have they don't have enough taxes out here, and so the roads just don't get fixed. And uh, I was very surprised the other day to find that that is true also inside of the supermarket <laughs> when I ran my shopping cart over a giant <laughs> ass pothole in the middle of the frozen food section. And fucking the cement floor had a big crack in it or something. <laughs> and a big old divot. <laughs> and my car just jerked all around. And I was like, what the fuck? And I looked down and I was like, in here? 
in here next to the waffles. Do you think it, like, occasionally causes someone to, like, break eggs yeah. that are in their cart? I, if I had eggs in my cart, I believe they would have been broken. Because that <laughs> thing, like, the whole wheel just dipped. Those wheels are little on those carts. And this was a yep. big old fucking pothole. Yeah, it's real easy to hit. With a small wheel, it's real easy to hit a pothole size that's problematic. Now I gotta watch out in the supermarkets. I gotta be fucking avoiding the potholes like I do all the time on the roads. I just, I'm glued, my eyes are glued like five feet in front of my car at all times. Like, where's a pothole? Where's a pothole? It's crazy yeah, out uh, here. Five months into your life in Tennessee, what is your go-to supermarket? Um, well, we have, uh, the closest ones are Kroger's. There's a, there's a Kroger on 21st and a Kroger on Charlotte Pike, and they're kind of equidistant, depending on what else I'm up to. Uh, I'll hit one of those. They're good all-purpose, they're like your Safeways, or whatever. Yeah, okay. Um, people say Publix are... What's their store brand, by the way? What, Kroger? Yeah. Um, well, I don't, uh, it just says Kroger, and then like, Kroger Deluxe or Kroger, like whatever they're trying to, they try to make okay. it seem artisanal or whatever. So they're like, but as the Safeway Signature, Safeway Select kind of. Yes, I think it's Kroger Deluxe. And uh, Marjan did send me a picture the other day of Dr. K. Dr. K? Dr. K is the Kroger Dr. Pepper. So Love that. That's happening. Um, Publix is supposed to be better. Marjan and I have both agreed that it doesn't seem much better than a Kroger. It's maybe a little bit nicer inside. But otherwise, yeah. mostly the same. And then we go to Green Hills when we want to do Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or something like that. Yeah, my dear wife has, uh, I know she has Publix longing. Oh, is that, so she thinks yeah, that's Because that was shit. her jam yeah. in, in Florida. We probably have a lot of similarities. It's mostly, I think, the deli. I think she feels like the deli's a lot better in Publix. Like, they'll make you a good sandwich or whatever. But I've never seen her get a sandwich from, like, they have a deli. Yeah. They'll make you a fucking And I've sandwich. never gotten a sandwich from the supermarket like that. I think, like, if I've been in a hurry, I've grabbed, like, a pre-made sandwich before. But I've never gone to the deli and asked them to make me a sandwich. Yep. It's the kind of thing that you do when you live in an all-chain restaurant's place, I think. <laughs> because who gives a shit at that point? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like, it's not... Yeah, well, Tennessee's <sighs> definitely whatever. still chain country, for sure. Yeah. I think a lot of the South is. Oh, haven't you basically eaten at all of the good restaurants in Nashville by now? We hit a lot of them, for sure. And you know what? Some of them aren't even that good. We did brunch at a place, I don't know, a few weeks ago that was supposed to be really <clears throat> really happening. And um, we both agreed the food was just average. So, uh, I think that uh, people's enjoyment of brunch is directly proportional to how much they enjoy drinking in the morning and how ashamed they are of it. Yeah, and for sure we didn't drink because we were both under the weather. Right. I think people who like brunch like mimosas. Yep, I don't mind mimosas either. Or maybe Bloody Marys, but like... I do mind Bloody Marys. I don't like... Well, so I don't, need that I don't tomato like juice. savory don't booze. want that tomato juice in there. You know what, honestly, I don't like sweet booze or savory booze. Uh, you know, frankly, I don't like vodka either, yeah. so a Bloody Mary's just right out for me. I like, um, I like sour booze. I'll do sour. I don't like sweet or savory booze. I would... F what about a screwdriver? Yeah, yeah, screwdriver I can do. Because the orange juice is sour enough. That yes. it, I mean, orange juice is pretty sugary, but yeah, it's but got it's, more going than just sugar. It's tart. Yeah, I don't like um, I don't like most cocktails because it's some kind of fruity, n fake fruity liqueur or nonsense thrown in with some booze, and you're like, no, nah, I'm out. It's just sugar. I'm just. What about sugar. a simple cocktail like a gin and tonic? Gin and tonic's a... fine. I do like a Tom Collins. That's fine. That's okay. just like lemon juice and soda water and and gin or whatever. So that's that's okay. 
Now, Ryan had a St. Patrick's Day party. Okay. And we, I did make a whiskey punch. Okay. That was essentially a whiskey sour. Yeah. So it was it was sugar. It was a syrup, right? But it was also uh, a lot of lemon juice and lemon zest. Yeah. And then a, just a fucking ton of Jameson's. Yeah, I'd say if it, if it if it comes out tasting kind of tart, even if there's some sweetness in it, I, the tartness saves it. I, just, I did get ants though making that. <laughs> well, I, I believe that. I spilled some sugar water somewhere that I didn't know I had done, like, and uh, just the next the next day I woke up and I was just like, oh fuck, they're everywhere. Yeah, I don't like the I don't like I don't like them too sweet. I feel like I'm eating melted candy. Yeah, and I don't have a sweet tooth just in general. You don't want to eat an alcoholic Jolly Rancher. Yeah, it's not you know because that booze doesn't really taste good. I don't. That's a little known fact. And, <laughs> that's um, right. So if you don't enjoy the other elements of it either, then you're just you're really just double fucked. So. Uh, what about a rum and coke? Um, yeah, those are okay. I mean, I like coke, so those aren't bad. Yeah. That's an exception to the sweetness rule, I guess. Well, rum itself is a little sweet, so it's kind of like that. Those are fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, at brother date, Ryan writes, "Man, I do love shine too." Well, not the way I played it, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I, by the way, I don't like that song. The only reason I know how to play it is because uh, Rick took guitar lessons for about four weeks in 1994. Yeah, probably was, 1993. That's peak shine era. That was when that song was real big. Yeah. His guitar teacher taught him to play that, and he taught me to play it. And that was the first song I ever learned to play. Everybody's got that And first. he couldn't play that part. He could only play the chords. Right. So I played that part, and I have remembered it ever since. I've never liked that song. Everybody's got their first. Marjan, send us what the first song you learned how to play on the guitar was. Um, yeah. For me, it was, uh, I think, I believe it was a song by Screeching Weasel in open That's tune. right, it was Cool Kids. Yeah, Cool Kids. And cool kids. Uh, I did tune that guitar to an open tuning for you. Yeah, just to make it, it was just real simple for me. And uh, You were the only eighth grader who did a concert performance, right? That's right, yeah, for our, it was like a senior project kind of thing. Yeah. Um. No, I got to be cool. I carried around a guitar all day, so that was cool. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, Marshawn sent us what you learned first, because I'd be interested in that. I, she's probably told me before. But um, so was Shine the first thing you learned how to play? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> and just literally, it was like Rick got a guitar, and then he was like, "Here's how you, here's what pressing on the frets does when you play it." Right. And then it's like, "Here are the names of some notes, and here's how you play Shine." Right. And then I learned some chords. I wonder if Ryan's enjoyment of it is um, <clears throat> rooted in nostalgia or a genuine enjoyment of the song. Listen, if he enjoy, I don't like that song, but if he enjoys that song, he was one of countless millions who did. Well, certainly the programmers at um, KOME for sure were into that one. Cause... What I don't know and maybe Ryan can answer this, is... Ryan, do you know the name of another Collective Soul song? Oh, I know one, I think. I think I got one. Let me just let me just verify. Did they do The World That I Know, or whatever? Um, well, What's the name of that fucking song? That sounds like a song. Let's see. Is that them? I don't even know anymore. Uh, that's, yeah, that that's, is them. That's them. Okay. All right. <sighs> yeah, Mike, I couldn't name another one. Oh, December. 
I don't remember which one December is. Is that the one that goes? I do remember the world that I know, but I didn't know that. Don't sing about. Don't Maybe. We both know that song, but we don't. Let's know see if that's let's that. Let's consult YouTube <laughs> to see if that's anything. We don't know if that is December or not. Because uh, uh, there might be a Candlebox issue happening here, so I just. I know Candlebox did um, Far Behind and You. Did they have another one? I shouldn't. Uh, I'm just. I'm. I'm mixing everything up now. I'm sorry. Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah, I nailed it. All right, so I did. Turns out I know three <laughs> Collective Soul songs. And although I did know both of those songs, I did not know they were by Collective Soul. Uh, I didn't know this one until I saw December on their Wikipedia article, but I knew the other one. Man, this is so nineties. This reminds me of Secret of Mana for sure. Says you think I am. Oh man, you even know the words. I only know the no, sounds. No, no, I'm gonna have the lyric video up. Uh, I'm fucking cheating. I'm karaokeing here. Just tilt my son towards your domain. My cup runneth over again. God. So they're nonsense. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of um, fighting through the sewers in between North Town and South Town in Secret of Mana. Oh, for sure. And killing some of them green... Blue drops? Blue drops. Killing some of them blue drops. Uh, When we get back to the 90s uh, power hour, we'll have to... I don't even remember if Collective Souls on the list, but we'll Uh, have to Yeah, I don't know if we've covered them yet. We have a music project going on now, so there's no point in... Well, they they started to get into it on Who Charted. Uh, I guess that's the recommendation for the week, is Who Charted. Um, They started to get into it talking about what they thought were the best grunge bands on this week's episode. But they didn't get deep uh. into it like us. They just said um, they they thought Alice in Chains and Soundgarden were the best. Yeah, but I was very sad when uh, Starred couldn't figure out what was happening in music in 2007. Oh, he, he kept saying boy some band wild stuff. guesses. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, that was like uh, it's like all the in sync stuff." And it's like, "Nope, no, no, nope. You got that one wrong." Um. Also love uh, Howard Kramer's obviously cooked up wild theory that the it's year seven. ending in seven is the year <laughs> when music changes. Well, you know, he's... I know 57, 67, 77 he's got are issues. pretty good. And 87 is probably not a bad guess for when hip-hop started to become mainstream. Yeah. But 97 and 2007 don't really make sense. No. I do remember 97 was when I really had to tune out of KOME. 97 was when uh, Eve 6 came yeah. along and ruined rock forever. I couldn't have that anymore. <laughs> it, yeah. wasn't long, it wasn't long between like the time. I could my pride, I could choke on the rind, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Oh, you got the uh, karaoke Swallow video? Swallow my up? doubts, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. One put, put my tender, heart in a blender. Watch it spin round to a beautiful oblivion. Yeah, rendezvous, then I'm through with you. Yeah, it wasn't long uh, between that coming out and Kaomi going off the air, but I had already tuned out. When Kaomi yeah. went off the air, because, you know, because of that. And yeah, things yeah, yeah. like it. Yeah, late 90s, is, that's tough. That's a tough, it was rough. tough time. Rough for sure. Yeah. Anyway, Rock's super dead now, so. Yep. That's fine. That's true. Uh, April 28th, well, that's it. I'm out of brother dates, and still six days left on this trip. Yep. Well, you got two more now, buddy. That's right. And, um... And we spent half an hour answering your tweets, so... Yeah, he that's, did good. He did good. He accomplished, this one's all about you, buddy. He accomplished the mission that I ask everyone 
to attempt each week, and no one ever does. So, Just give us something to do or say? Yep, he cleared the very low bar. Clearing the low bar is has, <laughs> has become kind of a theme these days. There are so many times now where people get credit for things, and I just think to myself, that is like literally the lowest possible bar that you could clear. Like when someone says something like, well, George Washington didn't like to break up his slave families. And then you go, oh, that's cool. He, uh, there's the low bar. Yep. That's the low one. He cleared it. <laughs> yep, congrats, yep, yep. congrats to George Washington on that one. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, like it, Trump will say something that doesn't sound maniacal. Right, and exactly. Like, if, he hey, says a human, if he says a human sentence, people are like, oh, thank God. Yeah, and you go, oh, that was literally the least that he could possibly have done great good job everybody we don't talk about this no we don't do politics but when he called into fox and friends and just went crazy i i just went to bed (laughs) i just read that and went to bed well um so i always thought marjan was non-religious like uh, i don't know an atheist or something but she does actually she worships at the altar of um wallowing <laughs> and she wallows in all of the bad news that that exists in the world okay and i get it but why doesn't she just watch rally car crashes like the rest I, of this is exactly what i'm saying just watch a rally car hit a cow have a good laugh because of the look on that cow's face i know they're not just, supposed to be able to emote but that cow emoted just it just went, go oh, oh no God, that was awful <laughs> just go to one of the many subreddits that are exclusively gifts of people breaking their ankles. Yeah. Yes. Um, her specific time to go to church is Saturday mornings when she wakes up. She'll <laughs> just lay in bed and go through all She's gonna of the fucking sink into it. social media and she just gets in deep. And so I always wake up before her all the time. And so I'll be out here trying to be productive, trying to tackle a chore or something. And she'll come out and she'll just have like 19 items to go over of things <laughs> here's that all the shit really here's all the things sometimes things that literally brought her to tears and it's just like oh wow like this is a real thing like i gotta do this all the time now and um so yeah all the uh politics and uh and well anything having to do with the administration these days uh, i really need to stay far away i have to stay far away from it because i get it enough at home so I, it is I really run bad. from it when I hear about it. I go, nope, I don't want it. Don't want it. Sometimes I like to do a thing. It just makes me feel 1% better about the world. Well, I will go to one of these tweets about whatever horrible thing the current garbage administration has done. Yeah. And uh, scroll down until I find the first uh, Trump supporter yeah. who has sounded off. And then I go to the rest of that person's tweets. And then I report five or six racist ones. Nice. There you go. <laughs> and it just makes me feel so much better. That is good. And by the way, there's always five or six. It's oh, not yeah. hard. Usually that's a five minute task. And for me. you don't have to go down far in the comments to find the first Trump supporter show up either. Because uh, it seems like there are a lot of professional trolls out there. So, That's correct. Uh, well, I, you turned me on to that on Xbox, watching out oh. for the people's for the people's uh, clan tags, screen names, what logos. The, what did that guy write to me? You were retarded. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. 
I just fucking playing Call of Duty, just minding my own business. <laughs> Next day, I loaded it up. Oh, you got a message on Xbox One. You retard. From somebody that I probably had played, just said, you a retard. I re- remember and I, trying to play it back, I, like, did you do good? Did you do bad? What was the I, problem? I don't know. Was I on his team and I underperformed? Real possible. Yeah. Did you, did you like, sh- snipe him in the brain or something and he right. was mad at you? Did he get one of these glitch scenarios where the game respawned him in front of me after <laughs> I killed him, so I killed him twice in a row in three seconds? and he was mad about it because that's happened to me i don't get that mad about it <laughs> that's right yeah. yeah uh and then you no, yeah, yeah you gotta oh, oh no you're talking about reporting yeah. nazi emblems yeah yeah like either emblems yeah, yeah. clan tags or screen names or whatever where you just go through mm-hmm. and you're like oh that's a bad one so after yep. you started doing that i was really keeping my eyes peeled i was like that one could be bad yep that's some white power it. shit <clears throat> yeah fuck those guys um so anyway because of uh marjan's deep religious beliefs i have to avoid all of the uh all of the news i can't watch any of the tv shows if anybody starts to talk about trump on a podcast or something i just have to skip ahead i don't, I don't want to deal with it yeah hey marjan if you want to do something slightly healthier just go to uh, there's a subreddit called watch people die oh god just go to that <laughs> that sounds rough YouTube. Yeah, I don't. I don't go to that <laughs> again. You YouTube that Ukrainian air show disaster <laughs> because you asked me to do that. YouTube thinks forever that I want to watch people die. It thinks that yeah. I am into all of the snuff films, and I'm kind of not. It makes my heart race. I think there's one called Tires or the Enemy oh, no. that's just people getting like degloved and wiped out by exploding tires. Oh God! <laughs> tires are very dangerous. They seem like it. Don't ever. Uh, decide you want to flatten somebody's tire. It could go very bad for you. Yeah, and this isn't even like a scenario where it's like a, you're at a racetrack and the tire flew up over the fence. That, no. that video has a lot of those, too. The, oh, okay, all right. I was going to say, because that's a very specific thing. Yeah, That's not the danger of just like, hey, there's I'm messing tons, with this tire, boom. There's tons of videos in, on that Reddit that are just like uh, security camera footage of the front of a shop and a tire comes bouncing down the street and you never see the car that it came off of. Right. And it just like hits a guy in the back of the head and he has no idea what happened. Yeah, tires are uh, tires are rough. Do you ever still, do you play around on any of the uh, K-pop or K-drama Reddits anymore? Uh, well, I'm only on Reddit at two in the morning when I'm having an unhealthy thing. Mm. So I generally don't because those Reddits are very boring. Yeah, they're really like people's, uh... They're for people who are 4,000 times as into those scenes as I am. They're like, literally like, episode description of the latest, uh, Running Man. And you're just like, you know, I'll catch it sometime. And forget if there's a scandal or something going on. It's always the most boring thing. You know, there's a scandal going on right now in the K-pops where, um, some, some boy group... It's like making the international rounds. Oh, yeah. And I think I've heard. Are they going to be the first one to make it big in America? There's a lot of talk about that every time someone like tries to make it internationally. I remember there was a, a rapper from uh, from 21, uh, the group. I think her name's CL. She tried to release an album in America, and it didn't do well. But everyone was like, is she the best hope to make it in America? Anyway. They've been worried about this since that one time I imported that Cheyenne record, Virginal. You were the start. A lot of people think it's Psy, but that's not true. Psy is because of you. This was way before Psy. Psy should send you a check. I was like, that's old shit. Listen, here's two of us. That's right. (laughs) You can play that if you want. Uh, Um, I mean, I I can. Psy should send you a big fat check because you opened the doors to America for his great success. Uh, Kongam style. Yeah, it would not have been possible. Yeah. Um. Anyway, these these this boy group or I don't even remember what, which one it was. 
they went on some Mexican talk show or something. Can you imagine two more differing cultures than South Korea and Mexico? They don't seem similar, honestly. Yeah. So these lady hosts tried to make out with all of them. Like we're like oh in Mexico yeah we're like dancing <laughs> with them and trying to and like and kissed and kept kissing them and like putting their mouths all over them and everyone in South Korea is horrified and they want those people charged with like sexual harassment or sexual battery or something and it's like hey hey you've been to Mexico it's right, not they never the have same seen, never have seen Shusha what was her name Shusha uh yeah the children's entertainer with <laughs> the deep cleavage yeah exactly correct like it's a different culture. Um, and if you're really worried about it, you maybe shouldn't go on to the Mexican shows because they're not going to be like giving you the deep bow and, uh, and, and gratefully thanking you for, for being on the show. They're going to, they're going to try to make out with you. Oh, start sequence. Start that funky sequence. Yeah. What? I know this is technically from the 2000s, but it has those 90s feels. Well, it's 2000s Korea. Yeah. Wait a minute, right? My favorite part. I just love that little sting in the back. <laughs> the, the synth sting. Yeah, that's, uh, that is a throwaway track that whoever produced Christina Aguilera's first album <laughs> right. didn't like, for sure. But, um, yeah. He sold it to the Koreans. Chayon, everybody. Yeah. Imported that from Yes Asia. Virginalness Bloom is a great album title. <laughs> oh, it's solid, for it's sure. It's really good. Uh, so anyway, so that was the that's the scandal going on right now is that they want yeah. those Mexican lady hosts to be charged with something because they danced real close with them and made out with them. Um, but there's other K-pop news in the oh, haps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the haps with K-paps. Uh, first, I just wanted to point out that that um, that new variety show has landed on Netflix with Kwang um, Soo and Jaysook. It's called Busted. There may be a subtitle to that. Uh, and I've been watching nothing but math and blacksmithing videos on YouTube for the last month. So, Well, this is available to you. I don't know if they've done the entire first season, if they're doing it like an episode at a time. I haven't really checked it out. I've, I've been deep in the regular running mans, but I, I will I will dip in and see. You have to get uh, on that Netflix. See if Kwang Su is still Kwang Su, etc. Sub's not dubs, right? Oh, definitely sub. Why would they dub? You don't dub a variety. I cannot imagine. That would be wild. Yeah, I, I assume subs. <laughs> Um, but I know in news that matters to you. Yeah, let's have it. Priston is coming back this month in a, with a subunit. That's right. This is a nonsense idea of Koreans yes. where they will take a band that's successful and then also have some subunits of the band. Yeah, this happened a that lot. release under their own names. In the past, like, uh, like after school had Orange Caramel. And I showed you, we, right. we, we watched some of those videos one night, which yes. are weird. And uh, like Sistar would have one where only two of the members did it, or it, it, this happens a lot where they have a, a they break them out into units. Like there's one group right now called uh, Cosmic Girls, which I believe has thirteen members. 
Too many. <clears throat> and they have them in three subgroups. But they don't record separately. They just, like, they do separate choreography. And when they're, like, teasing for a comeback, they'll do it, like, subgroup by subgroup. Maybe they've set it up so that in the future oh, they, can, they can come back as, as different groups. This is like an offense, defense, and special teams. <laughs> they all right. play in the same game, but they're doing different, little different stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this is definitely very Korean. So, yeah, uh, Pristin hasn't come back since um, since the uh, We Like. I Like? What the hell was the name of that song? Um, we like do 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 do. Yeah, uh, but they're gonna come back this month with a, a five-person unit, which would be enough for a group. Five's enough. It really is, but it's um, only five of their nine. Yes, and uh, the article that you sent me this morning was a little bit light on details. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're gonna. But be it called... did contain the only detail I care about. Which is that it's going to have my bias. Stone Nyung. Stone Nyung. Yeah. That's right. By the way, I love finding uh, clips or gifs of her being Stone Nyung. Like. There's a good one in this one because it's in a mall, so she gets to be a mannequin, which is like... And she's actually really good at it. It's basically right in her wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, but I like it. It'll be like an award show and everyone's applauding for, for something and she's just doing her thing. Just sitting there stone-faced. Um, by the way, that song is highly inferior to the one that they debuted with. Uh, uh, to Wee Woo? Wee Woo. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they're coming back. You just like it because it starts with Anyang. Uh, I think that's a good one. You... You have to say, we are Priston. Anyang. It does start with, we are Priston. <laughs> it's a good intro for a band. So that's happening. So that you can you can look forward to that. And they're gonna I haven't come listened back. to those in a while. I'm going to jam out to that after this podcast. I think they're called Priston V. I think it's what they're coming okay, back cool. as. And the V is a- Roman numeral for five. A dark, powerful concept is another thing yeah. that the article said. Hard to know what that's going to be. So, um, you know, I talk about in, in Led Zeppelin, which we'll get we'll get to again later. They have three genres that they do, yes, and they don't really break out of those three. They got the blues rock, they got the 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 folk folk rock, and they got the yeah. hard rock. Um, uh, K-pop, you tend to only have one of three concepts that are possible. You got your your cute concept. Right. You've got sexy or sexy. Right. They can do the first S, but not the second. Um, It's fine. And the third one is either, they call it cool or girl crush, which is like, you're cool and tough. So I'm assuming Ah. dark and powerful is going to lean toward that one. Um, But I don't know. But it seems like what the first two Priston music videos. Yeah suggest right. that they are witches. Yes. <laughs> they both contain that suggestion, particularly we like. No, particularly we Yeah. It's called we woo, but they say we woo. They, <laughs> right. they don't say that second W. Right. Uh, but the songs are just um uh all the boys like us, aren't you lucky we like you. Yeah, I could like that both of I those songs contain boy. that premise. But I choose you, listener, because of That's your right. because of your great glasses and haircut. Uh, you're my superhero. 
you're my you're my super super superhero. superhero. Yeah, uh, again, it's a visual art form. Yeah, it's about the dancing and colors and and pretty dancing girls or whatever. Um, I don't. One of them's fat though. But there is a fat one, and you have to point try out. Try and who work it, it out at all. Try time, and work it out at all times. You have to point out who you think the fat one is. It's the important. netizens know. The netizens fucking run these people's lives. Uh, anyway, Kristen V. Yeah, Kristen V. So look forward to that sometime in May. Usually they have like a big release schedule that'll come out where they'll tell you what days they're going to release which teasers, and then finally at what hour of what day they're going to release the video. So. I did see on Preston's Instagram a clip of five of the girls rehearsing. Oh, and is the fat one And I in did that? think to myself, where are the other four girls? Ah, now you know. But I didn't really dig into it. I didn't attempt to translate the caption. And by the way, let's just say that. It doesn't mean that they will come back as a subgroup. Sometimes these girls are just left out. Yeah. So. I assumed that it was just five of them were there that day. <laughs> I hope that's how they actually chose the subgroup. Except that, of course, they probably all live in one apartment, right? Yeah, they all have to dorm together. They call them the dorms. It usually means four or five to a room. You know, I saw... <laughs> R.I.P. Secret. I once saw a thing about their pre-debut. It was like a little documentary about them trying to, to make it to their debut. And they lived in, like, a basement flat without windows. Where did they have writer's cr- uh, cramp and claustrophobia? They did, indeed. And uh, they all had to sleep in the same giant bed. What? <laughs> all four of them in one giant bed because their their little basement flat only had, like, one big room. And that was it. And it was just... Where, they where do you get a giant bed in Korea? You know what? It might only have been a king size. And they just had to stuff four of them in it. They're little girls. I, I maybe be... it looked giant. Mildly surprised to learn that they had king size beds in Korea. Yeah, they probably would have had to get one specially imported. Um, two beds stuck together, then probably. Um, but anyway, so they often just shove them all into a little, a shitty little dorm, depending on the size of the label or whatever. But yes, I assume all nine of them live together. God, what a good song. Yeah, hit all the notes that don't seem like they should go together. Is there a way to string four chords together so that the next one sounds more despondent than the last? (laughs) Great song on a great album. Jim Mogany knows a way. Um, So that's the first, that's the first haps. Um, I'm way behind on the haps because the two latest sensations that are like uh, uh, crushing the charts and like winning the music shows, I don't know anything about and haven't heard it, any of their songs. A f- what? A few months ago, it was a group called Momo Land. Momo Land. Uh, I think their song is called Boom Boom. What a surprise. Was it written by Will I Am? Yeah, I believe Will I Am has written all of these songs <laughs> in Korea. Because lyrically, they're about that complicated. Um, oh, but it's spelled with two Bs on each boom. Well, uh, Korea does a lot of... Well, the romanization of Korean does a lot of weird double consonants in places where they don't seem like they should make sense. Like uh, double Js and stuff. They do that double J. Yeah. 
Is this the Momoland one? Yes, okay. So this, like, won all the music charts a couple of months ago for, for like, three or four weeks. There appear to be nine of these bitches. God damn it. Daisy, Yun Woo. Oh, are they introducing them? Now I'm watching the color code. Ah, I should have known. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a scandal, also I am aware of, but have not seen, where they, uh, the everyone's mad at their managers for dressing them in outfits that reveal too much butt cheek. I don't know, a little underbutt. Yeah, a little underbutt coming out. I mean, they probably is are a, all teenagers, so there is a very disappointing Reddit called K-pop Fap. Oh no, that is just like. It's just pictures of the girls on stage in not very revealing clothing. Yeah, they don't do a lot of, like, um... But apparently it drives some of these guys wild. The best they can do is tease a little bit. I don't think they're allowed to do something. Well, unless they're Hyuna. Hyuna will do the vagina shake. This is, um... Reminiscent of everything. Am I right? This sounds like everything. I mean, it sounds like it should be a commercial for Six Flags, so <laughs> is that? It's only a matter of time. Okay, so that's Boom Boom by Momo. Yeah, Land. so that one, like, a couple months ago, that was the shit. That was winning everything, and I just never got around to paying attention to it. Uh, there's a new group out that is now, that now has just come, ba- come back, or I guess debuted, and I cannot even make out what the name of the group is. It looks like, okay, so it's G in parentheses, then I dash DLE. So like G idol, but but and the I, song is called La Tata. <clears throat> La Tata, and I have not heard this either, and I don't even know how to say the name of the group because it is indecipherable. It looks Maybe like algebra. It? We are G idol. Uh, this is Shape of You, right? <laughs> I'm in love with the shape of. You. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, this is uh, what's his name. Is that Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. So that lets you know where Korea is now. They're three years behind. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh, this is like apparently number one on the charts right now. Are there some blue notes in there? What was happening? Yeah, a little bit of something going on. I actually don't mind that. Well, that was not so good. This little girl looks familiar. Was anyone in this in uh, IOI? Uh, That's a really good question. Those girls have matriculated all kinds of places. Um, I have to try to find a way to type this into the internet. Seem like there's six of these girls. That's not that many. Very hard to type this type this band name. Uh, Mion, Mini, Sujin, Soyun, Yuchi, and Shuhua. Yes, actually, uh, one of them was. Yeah, the little one, right? She was one of the little ones who, on Men on a Mission, was like following the big guy around and like doing whatever he did. Mm-hmm. One of the Beagles. They kept referring to them as the Beagles. So while one of them appeared on the show, Produce 101. Produce. Not in the final eleven. Must be produce one hundred and one. Probably produce <laughs> produce one hundred and one. That supermarket sweeps uh, <laughs> spinoff. That's a different show. Um, That's the guy from Zanato's sitcom that didn't make it. Uh, but she didn't actually uh, debut with the group. So 
I wonder which one of these bitches is why she look familiar. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to do some invest. I will not do some investigation. But that shows you how far behind I am because I have missed two sensations. Two two sensations. So uh, musically, that one was a lot more interesting. I am. I'm mad about Ed Sheeran though. <laughs> You're mad on his behalf. I'm mad on his behalf. Yeah, it's not fair. Why are they? Why they do that to him? Wait, they should gotta... do that song. What was that one that sounded like it had klezmer music in it? Um. Uh... <laughs> That nah, doesn't matter. Anyway. That's they're in that same era though, so that's what we we should be expecting. That'll probably be Preston V's song. Probably sound like that. Yeah, they tend to sort of ride a wave again. Yeah. Uh, after last summer, everyone was riding the Sunmi wave, trying to sound like her song. It was all that um, dance hall music, but um, finally, the uh, the hosts of Weekly Idol after they left that show after seven years have started what I what appears to be the exact same show called Idol Room. Well, <laughs> which is going to be a weekly a weekly show where they bring on idols and probably hit them with hammers and stuff. So, I mean, maybe that's them, but maybe that's some TV producer not taking a risk. Uh yeah. I just if if I'm them and I've done this for 7 years and then they're like, "Oh, we're doing a format change on Weekly Idol. These guys are out. We're going to do something new." I don't know if I'd sign up for the exact same show. You know, because if you want to keep making twenty eight thousand dollars a year, you will. Because <laughs> if you're a comedian in Korea, you, do, you have to MC seventeen shows. So maybe they don't care because they they know they're going to have like uh, a bunch of other shows they got to do anyway. Yeah, I wonder if they That's do. Just like... they do any prep at all, or they just show up and and do what they're told. Because like Jason hosts like a million shows. So these. Sh- these shows give you way more of an insight into the production staff than most American shows do. Oh, yeah. And they have a lot of producers. Well, they have So to I do. assume that the comedians aren't doing much prep. I think they really are just showing up and doing what the producer says to do. They have to, because if you just, just look at Running Man, it's an hour and a half, and they often just skip parts of it because they've filmed too much. Yeah, they'll go like, uh, and then um, John Cook's team won the next two challenges. Anyway, and you're like, the show's an hour and a half long. You couldn't, you still couldn't fit everything. And that's once a week, and they don't take any breaks. There's like fifty of those fuckers a year. So if you're Jason and you host that, and you host like three other shows, it's you, you. You can't really be putting much time into any of them other than when you're in front of the camera. But you know they're hardworking people. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to scale any other way. So I think you're right that it, it must be that way. Yeah. That's Ooh. it, man. That was the haps. That's the haps? That's, that's what's going on in the land of right. haps. I don't want to talk about sports today okay. because uh, the Sharks bounced. Yeah. And uh, also the um, Spy Party did not broadcast last week. Whoa. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that, but I'm just bummed about sports entirely. That is a bummer. What the hell, Spy Party? I assume that the matches were played and they just didn't do the live the simulcast. Yeah, yeah so you'll have to catch so them on you know, video. And I got something to I got something to do Saturday night, but maybe Sunday night they'll do it. I mean that's Mother's Day, but you know, mom won't care. <laughs> I, I, that's probably true. I gotta go home and watch Spy Party, Mom. Well, we gotta get to this Zep thing anyway. We gotta hit Led Zeppelin. Yeah, 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 yeah. This week's the Elite Eight. Yeah. We will Elite find eight. out who's gonna cut down the nets and head to Omaha. I don't know where That's the right. Final Four is hosted for this, but Omaha is right. like no, as good a place No, as I will be broadcasting from Omaha in two weeks. Nice. It's not going to be fun. I cannot wait. 
It it must uh in two weeks, but that'll be like late May. It might almost be like above freezing in Omaha. It maybe maybe it will. It might be in good shape. All right, well then let's hit it then. Uh, top of the bracket, what made it into the this week? Your time is going to come from Led That's Zeppelin right. uh, one, I guess we'll call that Led Zeppelin one and Dancing Days from Houses yes. of the Holy. So we're down to kind of um, little things at this point in the contest. Like we've weeded out most of the worst songs. Well, you gave them all a cursory listen, and then you went through yes. all the lyrics. Yeah, we should do methodology. So this week, here's what I did. Okay. I listened to these songs in headphones. That's always good. Blindfolded. Oh, sensory deprivation. That's right. In the dark, uh, laying flat on my bed. This is good. I like that. This is a good image. Uh, Was there a full cup of pee anywhere nearby? No, there was no cups of pee, full or otherwise, nearby. Good, because that would be distracting if you knew that was around, especially if you were blindfolded. It would really, yes, but you don't want to be blindfolded near a full Burger King cup of pee. (laughs) So that was the methodology uh, for this. Now, that did mean that I then had to come make my notes on it later. Sure. Because I listened to all eight songs in a row before I... Actually, all nine songs before I took the blindfold off. I find that I can't really judge a song until I've heard it in headphones. With like a nice booming bass and no other noise pollution. Now, I think... uh, One thing that I forgot to do, methodology-wise, was turn off the accessibility setting on my phone that puts songs in mono. Uh. So if there's stereo separation or phasing between the channels, I wasn't hearing it. Okay. And I forgot to do that. It was not intentional. Well, maybe That's how I round. listen to all music, though. Okay. So it's representative. Like, uh, because I want the ability to just have one headphone in. Right. Yeah, exactly. So those Beatles albums, those are the ones where you have the real effect. God, every single one of those fuckers is in stereo. Yeah, well, it does allow me to listen to the Magnetic Field song, Abigail Bell of Kilronan, without throwing up. There, <laughs> there was one of them a couple weeks ago that we were listening to where only the only the mono, only, only I mean, only one side was coming through. Yeah, there was, one of them had high stereo separation, and you won't hear it this time because <clears throat> I have uh, done the same accessibility setting on the tablet I play these from. But it was probably... Uh, well, anyway, it's fine. Uh, Heartbreaker, something like that. We uh, we also did add the wild card last week, so yes. we'll have to address. Do you want to address that if it comes up? Did it come up at yeah, all? Yeah, we'll talk about it when it comes up. Okay. All right. So, for so the... we're kind of down to minor things here. Yeah. Uh, it's fine because the point of this is not actually to pick a winner, but just to get you to listen to Led Zeppelin. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and whichever song wins, I will have listened to six or seven times, right? So right. there's something there. Uh, your time is going to come. The worst part of this song is the intro. Yeah, it's got the the long organ-y thing. Right. And it's not that bad. It's just a little bit of bloat on the song. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of where we are uh, here. And it went up against uh, Dancing Days. Yeah, I know your other criticism of your time is going to come is that it was two songs that came after it. That it was Sweet Home Alabama and uh, You Can't Always Get What You Want. Oh, that's not a criticism. I think that's neat. Okay, all right, good. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> and it's this is definitely not Led Zeppelin's fault. They, uh, in fact, they kind of uh, 
pulled a Smokey Robinson and wasted a rhyme. Oh. Because they did two songs that were hits on their own later. Yeah. Yes. And they just did, they, but they wasted it. They did them together. They blew it. They could have had two songs. They could have had two other songs that also didn't chart because no Led Zeppelin songs ever chart. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Dancing Days. Okay. Uh, Dancing Days is going to advance. And the reason that it's going ahead is. um, So, Your Time is Going to Come is two styles, but there's just less happening musically. Right. In either of those two styles than in uh, Dancing Days. So I'm going to play a little bit of this song. And I I want to listen to uh, two things. There's some slide guitar here. This is from the chorus of Dancing Days. Okay. And also, there are some very dissonant chords happening in the back. It's you can hear the dissonance in the verses a little a little easier, but I think the fact that it's still going on under this uh, riff in the chorus is is what makes this song interesting, and ultimately this is sort of why this is going to advance. So, I don't know. I, we're in an, we're in an area here where it's difficult to talk about these things because yeah. I you don't experience them logically, right? No, I was going to say um, I'm I'm in the exact same boat where most of the time what I'm looking for is is this moving the needle in a direction. I think I've told you a million times right. what I'm looking for is feelings. I want to feel something. Sure, it's hard in real life, and I want to feel the things. And uh, I do this with like acting performances, music. It's just like, is this off in some way? That means something to me. Um, yeah. So uh, musically, this song is just much more interesting, and it is going to be the winner of the Blue Division. All right, Tarrant t- cutting down the nets. Great, yeah. great performance by a plucky, a plucky group of guys. And you had this one in as the number two seed, so yes, that's not uh, particularly. It's sort of chalky. It's a little chalky, but it was in the group with uh, with Stairway to Heaven, so you know which went out in round yeah. one. Uh, Stairway to Heaven went out in round one. I yeah. hate that song. I know. I know. You see, um, unapologetically, you hate you, loudly. Looking at the rest of this division, uh, this beat your time is going to come. In the previous round, we had When the Levy Breaks and Nobody's Fault But Mine. But yeah. my second favorite song from The Division, at least on my first uh, round listen, was actually the song that Dancing Days beat, which was Houses of the Holy. Oh, let's see. So if the bracket up. had been laid out a little differently, yeah. um, I mean, it, it probably wouldn't have beat Dancing Days. It didn't beat Dancing Days in round one, but it, it might have beaten Your Time is Gonna Come. Uh, this, Hard to say. They didn't go up against each other. That's what Marjan yelled at me about every single matchup in the first round. Well, she likes all of the songs, and that makes it difficult. <laughs> How could you have them go up against each other? It's like, well, you know, they, someone's got to go up against someone. Uh, all right, let's move on to the green. Uh, green division. So, in the green division, we have the uh, Battle of Evermore. <laughs> like that? Uh, I mean, sort of. I don't know the words. Sort of. I've never known them. And uh, it's going up against Since I've Been Loving You. Okay. Uh, Battle of Evermore. 
I think this was as far as this song could go. Mm. They just didn't have the talent on the court. It, this was one of the two places uh, that I think I could have inserted your wild card song. Because I think it would have beaten both this song and Communication Breakdown oh. if it had been in the last round. I was going to ask if the second place you were going to put it was up my butt. Was that, <laughs> was that the other position to put the, the other place to put the wild card? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, is you would have been hooping the wild card song. Okay. So the wild card that you inserted was, uh, hey 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 hey. What can I do? What can I do? Uh, and this is uh, here's a little bit of that song. I think I hear some mandolin. Uh, yeah, there's mandolin in there. Yeah, uh, it's twelve string guitar. <clears throat> uh, for me, the uh, the best part musically of the song is the bass line. Okay, uh, the the bass is very active. Uh, this is some straight up southern rock. Yeah, this is one that doesn't. It's not bluesy enough to fit into the blues. Uh, so part. you're saying this one is outside of the three genres, the three true yeah, outcomes is, of Led Zeppelin. It is a little bit outside there. It's. I mean, definitely. It's not folky enough, it's, it's not looking, bluesy enough. It's not really folky, it's yeah. not particularly bluesy. It kind of fits best with the verses from uh, Your Time Is Gonna Come. Yeah. It might have been the B-side of that. I don't remember what it was the B-side to, but it was the B-side of something early on, and then... It was the B-side to Immigrant Song, Oh, ah, okay, that's different. And then it yeah. made it onto Coda on uh, right. his album. So that's probably where I would have put it. Um... But no surprise saying that it would have beaten uh, Battle of Evermore and Communication Breakdown. Uh, Since I've Been Loving You wins this match. And I think I had decided that it wouldn't beat Since I've Been Loving You. And that's why it doesn't go in here. Okay. So I don't have a ton to say about this song that I haven't said previously. Yeah. Um, It is... It's long. It's got a slow tempo. But of the of the two songs in this match, I would pick this one over Evermore probably ninety nine times out of a hundred. You'd have to catch me in a real rare mood to want to listen to Evermore. It doesn't change very much from beginning to end. Yeah. Though I think it also uh, has some mandolin in it. It's like the only song where they bring in a woman to sing harmony, which confused me so much the first time. Right. But it's not. She's not doing anything interesting, particularly with it. Uh, it's very folky. Uh, and it's about ring wraiths and shit. Yes, it is. And that's fine. The winner, um, the winner here for the green division is since I've been loving you. All right, from Led Zeppelin three. So still yeah. in that uh, in that part, uh, still no nothing. Nothing has faced anything from its own album, at least in the top half. Right. This I think was the uh, the weakest of the four divisions in the initial bracket. When you look back, there's nothing that that. I mean, I guess since you don't even like the winner that much. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in here yeah. that I had to have. Right. I don't hate since I've been loving you. Right. But it's um, it's too straight up and down blues. 
It is very bluesy. I mean, it's for me to ever want to listen to. It's on its own. formulaic with some cool drums and guitar and and some little some twists. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Red Division. All right. It was an immigrant song off yes. of Led Zeppelin three and Good Times Bad Times, album one, track one. So uh, these two songs are are fairly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, immigrant song. The worst part of the song is like the as the ending, but it's literally the last five or six seconds of the ending. Yeah, where they they didn't, which is, they they had an SNL problem. They didn't know how to end it. They didn't know how to end the song. Yeah, the song's only two and a half minutes long. They were gracious that time. So in general, immigrant song gets in and out quickly and gets the job done. Right. The ending is kind of weak. In contrast, and I I think I played this last week, so I'm not going to play it again. The most interesting part of Good Times, Bad Times is the first 30 seconds or so of the song. Because of all the drum tricks. You get the drum tricks. You get the only interesting lyrical content, which is (laughs) immediately sold out. Yeah, thrown out the window, right. Yeah, so the rest of the song is just kind of failing to deliver on the promise of the first 30 seconds. Because I really think the best drum work is right up front, or at least... Like, it doesn't build from that. Well, it would be hard There's not, like, to. better drumming in the last minute, you know? Right. They're doing a lot. They're, they're hitting the guitars hard toward the end. Right. So, this was the other song that I considered replacing with the, um, hey, hey. What can I do? What can I do? Yeah. But I also didn't think it would beat Immigrant Song. All right. So, in the end, Immigrant Song wins this matchup over Good Times, Bad Times. Um, I do think it would have beat both Good Times, Bad Times and Rock and Roll, though. But it just wouldn't have won this matchup, so there's no point. Right. Yeah. Well, that means two from Led Zeppelin three have advanced to the final four. Since I've been that loving you is the other one. But they, won't, they couldn't face each other until the final. Because of the way they are in this bracket. <clears throat> uh, all right, so then moving on to the last group, the yellow group, there was Cashmere from Physical Graffiti and Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You from Led Zeppelin 1. One. one of them uh, rambling songs. It is about rambling. He says it a few times. He does say he's got to ramble on. <laughs> he's got to ramble. This is not the song Ramble On. That's a different That's song. That's a different one. Also about rambling and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes. Cashmere. Uh, yeah. Um, this is before it was used uh, in the P. Diddy song, Come With Me. Right. So Cashmere is a song that tries a lot of stuff. Yes. And generally lands. I think this song lands. It does have a, a nice build. It, it crescendos and stuff. I think the weakest part of the song Cashmere is that the lyrics maybe don't mean much. They're just kind of like an atmospheric dreamscape. Yeah. I but... wouldn't know. I don't know the lyrics. Well, yeah, well, th- that was the point of last week's exercise. Yes. But they're not distractingly bad. Okay. And they're not about rambling on. That's true. That's a plus. I mean, he is on a journey. He probably has rambled there. Yes. Yeah. He, it is the result of... This is like rambling gone slightly wrong. He rambled it's off It's taken the him into path. a weird state. Yes. Yeah. Um, It's up against Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. And uh, this one, I think, is just the bracket's fault. I think this song would have won the Green Division. Babe, I'm going to leave you? Yeah. Ah, interesting. Okay. I think if it had been in the Green Division, it would have won over 
since I've been loving you. Well, it fucking wasn't. But it wasn't. It's up against Kashmir, and I just don't think there's enough going on yeah. to beat probably their most epic song. Babe, I'm going to leave you also takes its time. It does I mean, take Cashmere its time. I mean, does too, but Babe, I'm going to leave you is like six minutes of him just straight up saying over and over again that it is really, it's time for him. It's, uh, he has to ramble off. <laughs> to ramble, because it's the summertime. <laughs> That's right. The summer has come again, and it's time for him to ramble on. <laughs> Uh, so Cashmere advances to the final four yes. from Physical Graffiti. So there's two from Led Zeppelin three, and one from Physical Graffiti and one from Houses of the Holy. That's what we've yep. got in the final four. <clears throat> Nothing from Led Zeppelin four, but otherwise it does seem like I like the uh, later albums in this chart a little more. Although Presence doesn't have any either. No, I mean, it's not really that great an album yeah. in general. Um, there were only two that made the uh, that made the bracket, I believe. Uh, Cashmere was a number one. Yes, a number one seed, as was Immigrant Song. So you actually have two number ones, a number two, and a number three. All right, so I seeded them in a way that was somewhat accurate in the way that you would come to like them, though I yeah. had no idea what that would be. <laughs> and I, I mean, the other two number ones that didn't make it all the way to the final four were first round exits. Yes, that's right. Yeah, eight eight one upsets. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a final four, and the wild card uh, no, did not enter into the uh, the competition. So that means in two weeks we will uh, go over the semifinal. And what do you have any idea what you can do different, or just listen to them more? Uh, my plan is to listen to them more than once for sure. Okay. Also, uh, next weekend, so the eighteenth, right. uh, Katie and I are going down to Solvang. Oh, interesting. So I probably will listen to these on the road. Okay, see if they're good road songs. See if they're good in the car, on the highway. Okay. Katie likes Led Zeppelin, so it won't be a distraction. Won't like, be a chore for her. If I put on a song that Katie doesn't like, she uh, will turn it off. I mean, she first she'll make a face. She's not tolerant of sounds that she doesn't like. Mm. So, like, she, she will allow me to listen to Did You Miss Me? <laughs> up and up through the line where he gets a new uh, sword. Yes, rapping harder. Went back to the drawing board. Got me a sharper sword. Jumped on the right horse. Good lord. Good but, lord. By, but by the time, <laughs> he says, lord, by the time, by the time he says good lord, she's mad. Yeah. So at that point, I do have to turn it off. Well, I mean, if I'm being truthful, I, I think Marjan would tell you that there have been many dozens of times I have angrily smashed the off button. <laughs> because of something that is on the radio. So I, I guess I understand that. She has too much propriety to just like reach down and turn off my phone or whatever, but like she will at that point she's gonna say something like, Can we listen to something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this won't be too bad a chore for her. No, this uh she should tolerate this well. She, well look, if she likes Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin, where's her bracket? I I'm gonna have her do a bracket. Alright. I'll have her do a bracket. It'd probably look different from mine, and you did leave off one of her favorite songs from the bracket entirely. Too too bad for her. Which one was that again? I don't know how it's pronounced. Oh, uh, apostrophe Y E R. Jermaker. Jermaker. Is that how that's pronounced? I hate Your Majesty. I purposely didn't put it on because I hated it, and then that was my guess that you would hate it. (laughs) Oh well, you were. I haven't listened to it. You're probably right. I don't like that one very much at all. I don't even know what they're going for in it. Something racist is my feeling. You can listen to it if you want. You can tell me if you think it's racist. uh, Well, 
I don't know. Because <laughs> if I have an opinion on it, then I'll just have to choke on that opinion forever because I already know that Katie likes it. That's right. And, yeah, you don't set yourself up. Uh, she was mad one time when we were somewhere and the song Hallelujah came on. You know this awful song, right? Yeah, by uh, Leonard Cohen. Yes. And I said, uh, this is a garbage song, etc. And she said, I love this song. And I said, the first verse is is just literal mansplaining. Uh, okay, sure. And uh, and she was mad. Mad that I did that. <laughs> ruined it? I don't know that I ruined it. I think she likes that song too much for me to have ruined it. Okay. But uh, if, I, if I listen to that song and it turns out that it is racist or problematic in some way, I'm just going to have to choke on it. Yeah, so. well, don't do it then. Again, don't set yeah. yourself up for that kind of problem uh i ruin songs for marjan sometimes when i go you know this is about doing a 13 year old right i mean one of these one of these ding dangle songs was about uh an affair this dude wanted to have with his wife's sister yes again we we talked about it not only that because he's a musician he just went around loudly talking about that's what the song was about (laughs) it's like uh like whoever it was said that thing to johnny mitchell uh for for heaven's sake Leave something for yourself. That's right. Yes. I don't know if she succeeded at that. Yeah. Uh, that's the uh, Zep project. Yeah. We have another big long-term project going on right now. Yes. Yeah. The Star Tracks project marches on. Next week is what? Number 35? Next week is week 35. Okay. So, we will be watching, and you should too. Yeah, absolutely. The Doomsday Machine. You should definitely watch that. I'm super looking forward to that. Everyone watch that. That's a good one. The Dauphin. That one's not as good, but you can it's watch it. It's not a good episode, but, I mean, Worf does fight a grandma, so that's not that bad. I think a lot of people try to teach Wesley how to woo somebody, so that could be interesting. Oh, yeah, Wesley gets sex advice from people. Yeah. I bet that's good. I bet that I, is good. I can't wait to see what Riker has to say about it. Small is touches. this the one where he hits on Guinan? Yes, dude, small touches. Oh, it's so good. Watch out for the small touches points that are going to come in on TNG. Oh, it's oh, Whoopi's so good in that Whoopi scene. Whoopi's really good. Now, why do we have to okay. keep saying things like Whoopi's okay. really All good? Right. All right. Uh, Shadow Play is the Deep Space Nine episode we'll be watching. Yeah, literally. That nine. sounds like a bummer. No clue. Frankly. Yeah. Uh, investigations. Probably Tuvok will be... Oh, please. Air Cure Poirot again, I hope. <laughs> please Probably call in the, the dog, dog witness. witness. And uh, Vanishing Point, which I assume will literally be about perspective. It'll probably be about uh, two-point perspective in drawing or something. Mm, they are very literal. Yeah. And since that is a thing that apparently... I mean, the communicator and singularity both sure were. The communicator made me very mad. Because yeah. in the teaser, it became apparent it was about a communicator. And it was like, oh. Well, and... And also, you knew because everybody on the show is such a bad communicator. Yes, that you knew it couldn't be about Archer or Trip or T. Paul. That's what we said ahead of time. We we're like, "What the hell is that going to be about?" Because none of the people on that ship are considered. It would have to be a Reva style guest star. Yeah, because like, I was like, "Oh you shit, know, no!" You know, we, we I probably dodged a bullet because it almost certainly would have been Reva himself or one of his ancestors, and we would have just been like, "Oh, I guess he's four hundred years uh, old." Yeah, they would have been like, "It's Reva, but he went through a time portal." Oh, it's 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 Reva's. Uh, it's the it's anarchy Reva's of grandfather, and also it's the great grandfathers of his three chorus members well, because they're slaves. They're deaf We've too. Learned, we learned that they were slaves. Yeah, the anarchy of lust and all that. Yeah. <clears throat> so we got we actually kind of got lucky. Well, good. Well, again, in that 22 point episode, thanks to Ryan for filling up the mailbag. Please do it. Do it again before the next one of these. Uh, Marjan, send me what song you learned first. 
when you learned how to play the guitar. You know what? Actually, send it for each instrument you learned how to play since you learned how to play a lot of them. You know what? Send it to me, and I'll play it live on the air. That's, in two weeks. that's right. I'll play 20 seconds of it at least as well as I played Shine. We'll do a demonstration. And, that's right. Um, and then uh, whoever wants to play the Led Zeppelin bracket, send us your Led Zeppelin bracket. That's right. We're closing in. We only got uh, two more weeks. We're getting there. So, All right, everybody. I have a fair idea of who's going to win, but we'll see. We'll see if listening on the road or listening multiple times changes it. Or just listening with a companion, maybe. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well done. Congratulations to everybody for making it through 90 of these. Um, We only have to get through another, what, 300? Just to complete the Star Trek project, I'm thinking. Uh, It's a good question. This is going to be week 35, so hold on. we got a little bit of a fence post problem. We've got... I think we have to do 141 more weeks of that, so that's a minimum of 281 weeks. It's another fence. No, you're right. It's another fence post problem. Yeah. 281 weeks, so that's five five years and change. So you guys have all done a good job. Now tell strangers. We'll be doing this project until summer of 2023, it seems. I can't wait. I imagine how different the world will be. Uh, yes. Any predictions for 2023 before we get off the air here? Uh, telephone uh, will cost $1,800, and it will be <laughs> one inch larger. Telephone will cost $1,800. That's my prediction. <laughs> it was well put. I said a telephone, <laughs> oh, but you it did? doesn't matter. No, I, That's I just, still a crazy way to refer to an iPhone. I just heard, telephone will cost $1,800. <laughs> that would have been better, I should have said Telephone that. will just be an app on your phone that allows you to use your phone like a phone. And it will cost That's you right. $1,800 if you want it. 2023, it's going to be a heck of a time. I'm going to, let's turn this into a regular segment. Predictions for 2023. That's, that's Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, all right. I'll work up some more. Okay. I have some more. Let's do it. Um, all right, everybody. We will, uh, we'll see you soon. Again, at Brother Date. If you want to tweet us, go to BrotherDate.com. Uh, catch us on the iTunes. And we will see you next week for Star Tracks. Bye-bye. Now, can I tell you about a thing that I did that I think about all the time? Sure. Like, all the time. On my first flight to India, I fucking knocked my coke into the guy next to me's lap. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>